and welcome to the latest episode of Back the Girls podcast. Can you believe it? We've made to pod number eight. And in this one, we will be looking at the latest coaching news, the latest results. We've also got Jem's latest apartment renovation, tour story, and yet another painful quiz. My name is Philippa Tutchett, and alongside me is Gemma Hallett. Hello. And the lovely Lori Harris. Hooey. The fan favourite, Lori Harry. Two weeks since the last pod. What's everyone been up to? I must officially moved in. Great. Uh, Into a one bedroom, one study, all in one. (laughs) Two box. No. I turned, I've been doing a lot of Pinterest projects, so I turned uh, the storage cupboard into a Harry Potter office. It's so, very cool. Yeah, it is very cool. So that when we shut that door, there is like no like office stuff around and the rest of the place is so like, you'd love it, Phil. It's so pristine <laughs> and clean. Um, yeah, but the office gets shut now in this little cupboard and that's what I've been doing all week. I've been DIYing. Very proud of you. How are your Thank fingers? You. You- Hit them with a hammer yet? Or oh, I haven't been actually doing the work. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I like this picture. <laughs> I like this picture. Oh, what does this tool do? Oh, no, I better not touch that anymore. Be more of directing things. Ah, right. Site manager. Yeah. Very yeah. Good role. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been up to loads. Nothing. I'm still in my house. Um, if I ever get another go at life, I think I'll become a solicitor <laughs> because there's no rush with them, is there? Oh, no. No, they've got to have the amount of time to send 150 emails to then whack you with that huge bill that justifies the 150 emails. So they, they need the time to send those, you know. Yeah, well, it, it's not actually me that's dealt with it because I dealt with the solicitors the first time around when we bought this place. So mm-hmm. I thought I've done my bit. <laughs> Equality and all of this. It's now your turn. I had a text then last week. I think you'll be proud of me today. I sent a snooty email. I was like, no, what happened to doing it four months ago? But uh, yeah, so progression is slow. Tell us why you were late to join us on this Zoom, love. Oh, because I had to go and humanely get rid of a spider from the bath. <laughs> but yeah, hero. I really just did try and think of a quick excuse then not to have to drop her in it. But no, I went to get rid of a spider so she could go and have a bath. <laughs> what have you been up to, Phil? Um, holidays? So, reading uh, a book? <laughs> charity bike ride! Yay! Charity bike ride! Yeah, How it, was she? <laughs> you know what? I've got I a bubble you. butt. I'd love to say the tushy was sore, but you'd actually have to have glutes to have a sore tushy, which apparently I don't. And what's even worse is what I do have makes me sound really old. I had achy knees. How rubbish is that? You know, when when you start making the noise before you even bend down to the ground, you're like, (sighs) you you haven't even moved yet. So I had that. Is that a former player thing? Because my knees are wrecked as well. What about you, Lowe's? No, I'm I'm good. I'm still young, still nimble. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Five hours on a spin bike, and and you love you love achy knees. But it was brilliant. It was great. We raised last I looked. It's about three and a half thousand pounds. I was so, just gonna ask you how much you raised because I heard whispers that Gemma was gonna match 
anything oh, you were in. Nice. Oh, well, that would be fantastic. And it's out there now. So, Gabby, make sure you don't edit this out. So, <laughs> Alice, under pressure. Uh, sorry guys my zoom dipped out then oh did it so good week then phil yeah so did that it was um, a bit of a, a manic rush on saturday because i finished that about five ish and then i had to be in cardiff farms park for six for uh cardiff blues sail sea sharks um which was a pretty cool game and cardiff won which was awesome they badly needed that and then a bit of family time and then since then a bit of work and going away on holiday next week so there's always a flight or a holiday involved. <laughs> Your COVID passport has had more stamps than anything. <laughs> I actually had to get a renewed. Did you know, by the way, when you get your certificate for your COVID pass, uh, it expires. So that barcode expires. You have to get it. You have to sort of re-download it every sort of 10 weeks or something. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. We're going to get a music, uh, like a massive flash against this podcast now saying, <laughs> please direct all NHS websites for COVID information. Don't take this as gospel or whatever, isn't it? Well, you've already done it. There we go. There we are. No problem. It's help. <laughs> oh, well, mine didn't have anything on it. I didn't use mine yet. That's a shame. Use Adam Amarin and, and mine's still collecting dust. Well, if anybody would know- like to invite me anyway, that would be fun, please. Well, if you're going to hit, you know, the nightclubs on the weekend, Gems, you got to have a valid barcode. There we go. Live in. Well, we've actually been invited somewhere, but you two are letting me down. <laughs> <laughs> this does sound amazing. Go on, talk us through. So, okay then. So, um, I had a lovely little message pop up on Instagram. And I'll just read it as it is, because the wording of it tickled me quite a bit as well. So, hello, on Sunday, we host Lampeter at Home in the Wild West. It's set to be a good day out. They're travelling with 40 on a late bus Halloween team social. We have a Hindu shit shirt social, excuse the language. We will be having some post-match games to keep the fun alive. We noticed you guys were chatting about going on tour at some point. Mm-hmm. If you fancy coming out to the Wild West Sunday, we would be delighted to welcome you as our guests. Hashtag, we do it, we do things different out West. Oh, With that big does hashtag. sound so good. So we received that from the Pembroke Panthers. Thank you, guys. Obviously, it didn't you know, ask you, because I just thought it was going to be like a roaring yes, because tour is life. And I said, well, this is just fantastic. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll have two cow horns waiting for me. And um, yeah, put it on the group. Phil's is doing a rare on holiday and Hallett is playing tennis. <laughs> yeah, James, I feel this tennis thing's getting out of hand now. It's the, oh, the Winter League starts again on Sunday. We're straight out of Summer League into Winter League. I love it, right? We're the bottom league in Wales. We're the worst league in Wales. We propped up the bottom league in Wales last year, but we're doing quite well this year. Now we're out of COVID and everyone's triple jabbed because they're all over 70, apart from me. Um, I'm really ripping it up on a court. Our only tactics is over and in. And I'm absolutely loving life. And my first match is 12 o'clock centre court on Sunday. So it clashed, I'm gutted. But the weather's looking a bit pants. So if it does rain off, Lori, I, I am there. I promise you, I am there. Mm-hmm. Right, but can you pick me up? Because it's been flooding down this way and I don't think my car will get through it. Can you canoe your way out a little bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sounds like it's going to be 
hell of a weekend for those two teams, though. Yeah, so if anybody else's games happen to be off or nobody's playing this weekend, um, probably make your way down Pembroke. Sounds like it's going to be a belter. Yeah, and pick me up. <laughs> you still haven't filled up the car, have you? <laughs> no way. I had to fill my uh, little jerry can up the other day to put in my lawnmowers because lawnmowers don't take the new fuel, do they? And I was looking around, oh, doing a full like 360 because I thought people are going to think that I'm one of those people that go just to feel like panic buys. <laughs> it was the most expensive little can I've ever had as well because the old fuel is ridiculous now as well. And then I got home and my own mowers decided I'm not, I'm being tucked away for winter now. So it didn't even start. Phil's face through the whole of that little story is just so lost. <laughs> Lawnmower? Fuel? <laughs> what? Your garden is pristine, like um, slabbed, fake grass, Phil. Well, know. actually, thank you, Gemma Hallett. I had my lawnmower out this evening, <gasps> getting in my final winter cut before the rain. So I was out with the petrol lawnmower, but I do have fake grass around the back because it just is too big. Well, too big. Make that that sounds bad. Um, it's well, seven bedroom houses bad. got big gardens, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. So, bit of fake stuff around the back, real stuff around the front. And <laughs> um, by the moat, and then the lake. It's, <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't really go over in the second acre. <laughs> it's just too far. I haven't ventured there. Yeah, uh, yeah. race horses, and they... <laughs> that's the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Laurie, have you not got one of those lawnmowers that you sit on and power up? Yeah, well, my mother does, obviously. But n- now that I'm living a semi-detached, I've got to look after my own little garden. I even used to bag my garden waste up and drive it up the farm so she no. could dispose of it. But I'm not allowed to do my um They've given me like a rules of where, how to look for a new house. And they've said, in your budget, get a garden waste bin. I was like, it's only £40. <laughs> pound. <laughs> but, you know, there's no point. Can't I just get sheep? Mm. Yeah. They just like wander around your lawn and sort everything out. Yeah, but we live in Wales. It's a dangerous game, though. <laughs> Might I'm find unexpected on. guests in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We right. bored everyone for about 12 minutes. Let's move on to news. So what's going on in the rugby world? What's everybody got to share? Okay, so latest news, I guess, most specifically Welsh related is the confirmation of those three interim coaches are now going to be seeing the girls all the way through to the World Cup. What do we feel about that? Awesome. Good. Okay. Uh, (laughs) All right. All right. All right. I've got a a positive and a negative to this, right? Of course, it's good to have continuity. And and by all things I'm hearing, um, they're liking the coaching setup that they get a lot out of it so that's brilliant news mm-hmm. um it's still a bit of a cop-out right they haven't it's the easiest option right is to just all oh, these lads are in place let's just go with them now let's just extend their contract well, they're already on the books let's just extend it you know yeah. rather than looking for quality and looking at building long term mm, i i can see that side but equally I wouldn't want this coaching uh, team to go through these autumn uh, internationals and then someone brand new come in, in, in January. I think these autumn internationals are really valuable. So. Yes, up until Wednesday, like that's what it was going to be, wasn't it? Yeah, no. So, and I didn't by like By all that. accounts, the coaches I prefer, are surprised as well. 
<laughs> I prefer this option, the fact that these guys are going to be taking them through now for a year. Yeah. But then again, like, you know, let's rewind. Let's say that these coaches were, were chosen and implemented, you know, seven or eight months ago. Like, Johan Cunningham has, has got some really good credentials. I think, you know, we, we would be happy then. I think it is just because of the fact they were interim and now all of a sudden they're full-time. Maybe I can see why you'd feel a little bit like, oh, that's the easy way out. And maybe it is, but I'm just happy that the girls have got, like you say, some consistency from now. And you never know if they do really well. There's always, I guess, the opportunity that this coaching management might stay on further after that. Yeah, I'd agree. I think it is nice that they are coming in with quite a good reputation behind them, mm-hmm. um, as well as what I'm hearing so far. The actual rugby sessions so far have been really good and the girls have been enjoying it. Good. But oh, that's what I would thing, be right? asking. Yeah, 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 definitely. What what I'd be asking or, you know, if I could just have a word in their ear, because, you know, <laughs> a little message from Noriaris. <laughs> but um, I would just want them to continually challenge the girls. So, you know, doing these rugby sessions is all well and good just to get the team back together. But they've come from, you know, a position now, the girls, I mean, the squad, where they haven't been performing too well. So I know it's a new environment, new coaching team, and it's all about getting to know each other, but I just want them to step up now and go beyond where they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So yeah, just a small little task for them. <laughs> Should it be just, achievable. I do have like this kind of feeling like a bit of a clean slate situation. Do you feel like that? Like I feel like this could be a really fresh start for them. Yeah, I wouldn't like to say that though, because every coach has come in this, oh, clean slate now. Mm-hmm. Let's brush off what Barry bullshit has happened before and let's move on. It's I think they've got a face shot and they kind of started from scratch in terms of the leadership team and everything and everybody got their positions on merit, not just carried over from the last coach and the coach before them. Mm-hmm. Then that's a clean slate, right? But mm-hmm. if he's just, you know, not molding anything, he's just working with already in place, then... That's not really a clean state. He's been told what to do, isn't it? Well, as far as, well, we don't know, do we? So we we'll have to know. wait and see about mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. But they've got a new uh, training venue, which I was yeah. quite surprised at. Um, that's pretty cool. So am I right in thinking now they're actually based in the Principality Stadium? Yes, and then adjoining change rooms then at Cardiff Arms Park, isn't it? Well, it's more like they're based at the Arms Park, really. But um, their home is the Principality Stadium, according to the wording on our very... Mm. you know, well-written but they train and play at the Arms Park yeah <laughs> and, and change there yeah. <laughs> and park there yeah <laughs> so why is that though? why have they moved away from the Vale then? anyone know? Um, I, I'm COVID. not sure I heard rumours about this happening uh, in the summer um, but I never got a why oh okay mm. but again, you know, I think I I think I'd quite like that as a player. I know it's not like you say a complete fresh start, but just having that change of management, change of venue, you know, mm. I think that could be a good mm. thing for them. And train where you play because the games are all yes. going to be there. Yes. I know it's a four G pitch, but you will get to learn our ball bounces a little bit better. So mm. or yeah. how the wind blows through the stadium and things. So and just having that feeling of it being your home ground, you know, and when you only get to play there, what max three times of a Six Nations. I don't know how players who aren't Cardiff Blues players would, would really be able to feel that as their, you know, their home grounds. At least if they are having these continuous camps, training sessions, you know, hopefully it will make them feel a little bit more sort of, you know, emotionally attached as well to the ground. Yeah. 
and hopefully it can become fortress yeah. cap, right? Exactly. I don't know about you, but did you find that the, the cap pitch is fast? I was the fastest I've ever played when we played on that ground. <laughs> like, yeah. like my legs went too fast for me at times. <laughs> it's so fast. Yeah. I do if like you know the grounds men could turn that place around. I would love to see a real pitch there, grass back. Mm. Yeah, it's not. I, don't think we, as... I don't think we're going back to grass though. No. Are we? no. I don't know. The fact that the you know world rugby is not gone back to grass, but instead, you know, instead said you can wear leggings. Yeah, means yeah. we ain't going back tonight. No, hundred no, percent. Yeah, I think they'll all be four G or whatever the next G version will be. Mm. It was just more so of the fact you could see who were doing the work when you had a grass pitch, isn't it? Who who's kidding <laughs> coming back? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Phil never, never washed a kit from the whole season, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right. So, coaching staff now implemented through to the World Cup. Let's let's just wait and see. Exciting autumn uh, campaign to be followed at the Cardiff Arms Park, where the girls are now training. It's really cool. So, um, just in regards to a bit of World Cup qualification news. So, obviously, we followed um, the European qualifications where Italy have gone through and Scotland are now going through to the repertoire. Well, there was supposed to be an Asia qualification process, which was going to involve Japan, Kazakhstan, and Hong Kong due to continuing COVID issues um world rugby unfortunately aren't going to be able to fulfill that tournament and they have simply taken the highest sort of ranked team from that group which is japan and they are automatically qualifying so they're going to be joining in pool b with canada usa and italy so we will be playing against a world cup team uh in the autumn internationals which again is is even more awesome than it was before Hmm. All at the cap. All at the cap. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. In other news, um, Wales Rugby League played on the week- weekend. Awesome. And they had their first home fixture. And they were playing up in North Wales. Remember, we gave them a shout out on the last episode. They lost 24-26. It was Ooh. so close. But a positive to come out of that game is that Lori... Um, yeah, Laurie Norkett was up for try of the week. Oh, nice. Only female, only Welsh player up for try of the week. So, wow. you know, we hope that everybody jumped on the app and gave it a vote for that because that was awesome. And it was a great try as well. I mean, you know, she put on the gas and she fended off a few defenders as well. I feel. So. I think that she fended off more <laughs> players than was on the pitch. Yeah. A fair play is really like Ellie Norkett-esque, isn't it? So it's like yeah. class class to watch so i'm not sure when that finishes but if you've got time if you're still open when you listen to this let's give the girl a vote absolutely nice news from the alliance prem so they are going to be taking a break now when the uh international the women's internationals are going to be happening so i believe there'll still be some cup fixtures but the actual alliance uh, premiership will be taking a break and after five rounds bristol are still at the top of the table. So it was going to be that big test. We talked about it on the last pod when they were playing Harlequins, who are the current Allianz Prem champions. And they won 24-5 with no other than Courtney Knight and Jasmine Joyce getting tries for Bristol Bears. How cool is that? 
I watched some of these, um, the tries back on Twitter, you know, because they put the reel on, don't they? I love how the girls celebrate. They literally <laughs> look as if they win the World Cup with every try. It's brilliant because yeah. that's gone. That, it's missing a little bit from the Welsh League, I find. Yeah. Nobody's celebrating as hard as what they should be. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. How should so... we be celebrating, though? Well, top off, extra lap, <laughs> <laughs> down a pint, in, in a, in a bullhorn. <laughs> So, yeah. um, so uh, can we please request to uh, all the teams in the Welsh League to up your <laughs> try scoring celebrations, please, and send them to us? Yes. And uh, Laurie will celebrate the best ones. I mean, because uh, it's not of any lack of opportunity, because some games they're racking up score lines of 88 nil and things. So that is very true. I think we need to award a prize for oh. the best try celebration as well. We just have yes. to think of what that price could be. One of your houses. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Laurie <laughs> <laughs> will come and cut your lawn. <laughs> yeah. I want to give a shout out to a former guest, a yes. former double guest of ours. So, Jess Kavanagh and Rachel Taylor, the mm-hmm. founders of Rugby 7 Eleven. They have their rugby camp over the half term. So, oh, yeah. all girls under 13s, 14s, 15s. It's a girls-only camp between 1 and 3 on the 28th, 29th of October. Um, it's a two-day camp, and it's looking at uh, providing a comfortable environment, developing skills, game understanding, freedom to express. It's really building on those kind of academy-type skills for the girls up in North Wales. So follow them along on Twitter and, and get involved, because I think they're going to provide a real environment that's missing right now in, in the club game. That's awesome. Mm. You've got a chance to be coached by a former captain, former Welsh coach, current just awesome coach, and well, barbarians coach, current barbarians coach, and current Welsh international player. I mean, that's that's nuts. Mm. Amazing opportunity. They just need like a really good like water girl now <laughs> join that team. <laughs> Oh, Laurie's eyebrow went up then. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're plugging for yourself, aren't you too busy playing tennis? Oh. <laughs> you won't come for a spin with me, but yet you're We're willing the to do water that. duties. <laughs> uh, you know, I got one eye on the weather, though, loads. It's looking a bit wet. We don't play in the wet when it comes to tennis. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pod on tour could be on this again. But I'll, um, yeah. I'll have to reserve my sweatbands for another day. <laughs> Good thing down west as well. You don't need cash or card down there. You pay an IOU. So if they ever need a field mowing, I'd be like, oh, I'll, I'll do that for you. Or you if you need to get the sheep in, that's another an IOU. How, how many points like, is uh, getting the sheep in worth then? It depends how many gates are open. <laughs> Because that's the hardest part. If there's four right. gates open and you've got to leg it from one side of the field to the next. Right. In wellies as well. Philippa, pint. Have you learned <laughs> yet, then? How, how many bottles of Prosecco is, is, is <laughs> blowing up a lawn? <laughs> it's bullhorns down oh, west. Bullhorns. We've got to go naked. Of course. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's not cryptocurrency down there. It's bullhorns. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> no. They look at you silly if you mention stuff like that. 
<laughs> so has anyone had any questions or uh, interactions on the social media? I have an inter- I've had an interaction that I really want to plug because I met this guy outside of this kind of pod conversation. So mm-hmm. um, I met Ty Francis MB online kind of networking. He's part of the Global Welsh Initiative. I'm going to go off on a little story here, but I'll come back to rugby now. Okay. So he's a Tenby boy and he went off and uh, I think he went to Oxford Uni and got a really incredible job with the government. And he's now kind of Welsh American businessman kind of dual uh, residency. So he's based in New York and he's got a collective of Welsh people in New York. They meet up monthly. They call the New York Welsh. Um, oh, what's his name? That actor. Oh, no, not very good with, with actors and famous people. Um, Matthew Reese. I couldn't tell you what he was in. Okay. But you're all just raising an eyebrow. Matthew Reese, the actor, um, and him are on a mission to sponsor every age grade hub and women's team to give back as part of their legacy. So you know how in and disability rugby as well and football, right? Yeah. So these men have done incredibly well but they've never forgotten their roots so you know what's happening in Rex and football right now you've got these like two yeah. big time American actors and they're getting all this kind of buzz about it but Ty Francis MBE and Matthew Reese and the New York Welsh who get together every month are just ploughing support and money into grassroots rugby I think they're on about they've sponsored 300 girls and they're making their way around as many teams as possible this week, they sponsored um, Clevi Wildcat Girls Rugby House in South Pembrokeshire. Under 9s, under 11s, under 13s, under 15s, and under 18 teams have all been sponsored with brand new kit. Oh, my God. Wow. They're making their way around Wales and getting all these girls brand new kit to play in. Huh, that's that's they haven't had any kind of praise for it. Praise is the wrong word. That's not what I mean, is it? But no fanfare, nothing like that. They're just going about it and making sure that money gets to grassroots so these girls got brand new kits and stuff to play in. That's and disability cool. rugby as well. I think they've just sponsored the new um, Osprey's disability team. Wow, wow, that's just amazing. Fair play. Yeah. So Watch them be inundated now because uh, they've had a plug on <laughs> Back the Girls podcast. <laughs> yeah. I do recognise him. He's a Golden Globe Award nominator for Best Actor. There yeah, I go. just had a quick look too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think Ty Francis MBE is the one that's heading it all up. Spends most of the time in New York, but has never forgotten his roots. Amazing. Good Mm. on him. Good people doing good things. That is what we like. That That is really good. Like that a lot. So there's an interaction I had, which led me to say, say, oh, I've got to tell everybody about that on the pod. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. When business and rugby collide. I've um, had an interaction of a slightly lesser scale. Um, It was just feedback to say that this person really enjoyed the pod, thought Lowry was very funny, but I can't always understand what she says. (laughs) Oh, bless her. Who was it? Yeah, um, I don't know. It was just someone on Twitter. Just messaged out. And uh, yeah, so I I thought that was lovely. But yeah, apparently your accent can be a bit strong. Okay. I Londonize it. All right, mate. No, that's Australian. Oops. <laughs> Just portionize it. What's that like? Portionize it. Um, okay, so let's pretend I went to Kindavri, is it? Is oh. it? Yeah, <laughs> drop say. that straight away. <laughs> Failed. Next. Okay. 
let's move on. Okay, I had another comment on Twitter as well. So first and foremost, I so enjoy listening to all three of you. You all put a smile on my face. However, Uh-oh. I have to hand it to Lori. She makes me lol. <laughs> such a cute accent. She is so hilarious. And Philippa, thank you for answering my questions. You are such an inspiration. I love it. Oh, that's very nice. I know. I did ask my mum to send a quick message in. <laughs> Who was but, that from? Uh, that was from Minnie. No worries, Minnie, anytime. Thanks, Minnie. Uh, breaking news as well. Uh, Tails sent me a picture. They've had their van. What? Yes. Is it all sign written and stuff? No, it's still They're blank three at the wheeler. moment. It's, it's a bit of an odd angle, so it could be a three-wheeler, yeah. <laughs> but she's posing very proudly next to it, so they're going to get that all branded up, and I said we'll show it to the, to the pod listeners. Nice. So, I'm not sure if they're going with your suggestion of big posts on top, though, though. Well, I think I remember Tails driving, and it wasn't actually the best. <laughs> so... If we don't put posts on, I think it's probably best for any drivers around her. Can you remember on occasions you used to like drive from the Vale to wherever we were going in cars? Yeah, Abraven. Abraven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Ellen used to work in a garage, right? So she drove this car down from North Wales that needed fixing, and she had to keep it in South Wales, I think. I might be a bit loose with this story. I can't remember the details. But I do remember, however, that we left our car in the Vale and everybody jumped in Ellen Ev's car and we were doing less than 30 down the F4 <laughs> no. from the Vale. Uh, where was it? Abraven. Abraven. And there's like this burning <laughs> smell. Everyone's like, we're being overtaken by our oh, lorries. Uh, Jason Lewis, no, not Jason. So somebody from the coaching team kept ringing us to make sure that we were going to make it and survive. What, what should have taken like, what, 40 minutes? Took us nearly three hours. Oh. We thought we lost a quarter of the team on the way. <laughs> oh, why? Man. Why did we, Ellen Evans, I'm asking you, why did we go in that car that was clearly broken and leave all the other cars at the mill? Doesn't Ellen work in a garage? Yeah. yeah. How is how does she out of everyone have a broken car? Something to do with she had to leave it down south to get fixed or destroyed or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or maybe yeah. somebody's picking it up forever. I have no idea, but we were clearly driving illegal product on the road. And the fact <laughs> that we made it to play whatever fixture it was is a miracle. And we were laughing because half the you know, quarter of the starting team was in that car. Brilliant. What are the news you got for us, girls? Well, I've actually been sent a tour story. <gasps> no. Yes. Finally. Is a cracker. So, jingle, 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 jingle. What goes on tour comes on the pad. <laughs> So I'll I'll just read it, right? But okay. I may have to edit certain words. No, no, give your fans what you want. <laughs> in the under twenties Nations Cup at Brunel University, England, England. Sorry, there should have been a full stop there. I'll have to text back and let her know. <laughs> we were introduced to ice bats. 
along with Sean Ed Harris's grooming habit, and that's been put in brackets, so that's got nothing to do with this story, but, you know, one for another talk story. The ice baths, however, were in a wheelie bin back then, so we had to help, help each other in and out. Obviously, out was more of an issue than getting in after the ice cold water absolutely nullified our flexibility. It affected others more than most, and one of our front row players was so proud in hoping she'd make it out the ice bath alone, didn't anticipate the wet floor underneath the wheels of the bin. She got... <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. She got one leg over before she fell down <laughs> with a big thud. We all, we all witnessed her cut herself. <laughs> and ever since, everyone avoided the ice baths from that game, following that game. <laughs> and it's, sorry, I had to laugh halfway through because I was in the ice bath next to her in the second wheelie bin, and I remember oh, that okay. happening. So it's a very true story. I've had very to take true. bits out because it's just not suitable. But yeah, <laughs> they are the most awkward things to get out of. You're right. Getting in is is all right, but getting out, oh, there's no, no other way about, as well. You're about as tall as a green wheelie bin. <laughs> yeah, uh, I complained because I was in a, a full body ice bath. Everybody else only had to do the legs. <laughs> well, you have to your eyebrows. Genuine. <laughs> I had to put a snorkel on. <laughs> it only come up to my knees. It's pointless doing it. <laughs> Toes in. Do you remember Treat Girl used to wear those, um, like a wetsuit booties or whatever they were called? That's I made cheating. absolutely no difference whatsoever. Well, yeah, some people used to be like convinced they'd wear socks. Like yeah. that would help. Yeah. Like little tiny cotton trainer socks yeah. would help an ice bath. <laughs> oh, I remember the singing. There was so much singing to get us through it. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. Trying to just count down the seconds, wasn't it? What was it two minutes, three minutes? I swear they'd change it every time. It was three minutes, wasn't it? Three minutes. Oh, mi- a minute of waste and then you had to... De- down to your shoulders, wasn't it? Ooh. And Eleanor Stone was it? Like she'd be, she was posh. She is posh, isn't she? Right? <laughs> and she gets so angry because she's like, "You've added another minute on here. I've been in. I've been yeah. counting." <laughs> I was like, "Oh Christ!" Oh so, yeah, it was hysterical. But that story is one hundred percent true. Oh dear! And the poor and person in question will not be named. I no pity because it's not come from her. So it's from someone else. Yeah. Okay. But if anyone wants to, you know, know the real X rated version, you just drop me a message. (laughs) Oh, very good. Okay. Any other news for any other news? No. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Jingle, 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 (laughs) jingle, jingle, jingle. And that was your Uh, story for the week. I heard there was a whole bunch of fixtures on the weekend, which yep. is awesome. Should I do my bingo caller voice again? Can we oh, go over yeah, to the please. scores on the doors? No, I have got um, all the scores, but they are on All Wheel Sport. So if you do want to have a look at what, how everyone did on the weekend just gone, then you can have a quick look there. However, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to three or four of them. 
I thought uh, this game must have been a cracker. It was Nelson versus Derry in the South Wales Cup East 1A. 20 points to 19. Derry coming out uh, with a win there. That's so, what we want, right? We want these yeah. really close games. Because that's what, you know, I, d- I don't know about you, but I always hated losing by one point. I'd rather get hammered than lose by one or two <laughs> yeah. points. Yes, yeah, super frustrating, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And, and winning by one point, right? I'd rather win by oh, one yeah. point than smash them as well. Absolutely. Because then you've got you to play differently, right? You've got to manage the situation, you've got to manage the game. I think it makes us better players than just Definitely. either getting completely hammered or hammering someone. So that's really good, yeah. The other one then, the close margin game was, and probably the biggest shock of the weekend, um, was Llandaff North beating Ponteclean 21-17. Mm. So did I don't you know if either of you managed game. to get down there. No. Did you guys see the team sheets? Like, was there much change? Because that's a massive flip from last. last yeah. Week. Well, Ponteclean lost a couple because they were involved with the rugby league, rugby league. fixture. Uh, but I think Yandaf have always been that kind of team that do step up, and they probably knew what to expect having already played them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, massive shock. Yeah. yeah, and that's good for that's good for our league as well. That's good for uh, Welsh rugby to yeah. not have one team dominate. Keeps it competitive. Another one score game. Yeah, there were some big score lines though. So, uh, Lampeter travelled to Tumble. That was eighty-eight nil to Lampeter. Again, Tumble are still carrying injuries, so I think they were down on their numbers, but. Um, that's a huge scoreline for Lampeter. And uh, Cymru Cardiz, 50 points to three with Church. Cymru Cardiz coming out victorious. That was a local derby. Cardiff Uni played Swansea University. I'm just trying to find the result of that one. I don't suppose you guys heard on social media what the result of that one was. Uh, no, but I'll have a quick look now. Yeah, that happened last week. I remember um, Owen Smith's involved with that. Yeah, he's moved from uh, Cardiff Met to Cardiff Uni to coach, right? Yes, yeah, mm. yeah. That's normally quite a good fixture. That's who you played for, Phil? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my main sort of uh, team. I did my degree at Cardiff Uni, but then I went and did a, a year at um, Uick University as well. So I got to play for, for both the, those teams, which was really cool. What uni were you, James? I went to University of Central Lancashire up in Preston. Did you? Mm. Why did you go all the way up there? <laughs> In all honesty. She was told to go over the bridge to uh, perform better. <laughs> <laughs> In all honesty, I went to a bunch of open days, as you do. And yeah. I went to that one in the middle of summer and it was boiling hot. Mm. And everyone was sat outside the the halls on the grass, little barbecues, drinking beers, having a great time, music playing. <laughs> and I went, well, this is clearly the university for me. <laughs> um, and that was that. <laughs> signed on the dotted line and that, to me that's I went home obviously and thought all summer I'm going to go to this university in this like proper sunny place where everyone's proper chilled on the grass and it rained 98% of the time I was there because it's up by Manchester <laughs> and Liverpool yeah yeah but it's so close to Manchester and Liverpool though it's like the the three of them are dead close together so you know in terms of nightlife it was pretty sweet <laughs> nice but I didn't see much nightlife because I ended up of joining course. the local university team and uh, the local club team as well. 
So it was like four nights a week rugby. Uh, I didn't get much clubbing in. It was a lot of like just oh, rugby club drinking. Yeah, four nights a week rugby, five nights a week socials. That's all that means. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good times. There's... um. Any any luck with the result there, Lowe's? Can you find it? I can't see that either of them oh, have I tweeted know. about it. So Lowe's, um, you went to UIC uh, at the time, right? Well, I went to UIC. By the time I graduated, it had changed to Cardiff Met. So, well, 10 years degree, you know. Yeah, I know. Time. I was there for a laugh. I was like, what <laughs> course can you get on? Can, can you get me on next, Kelly Wilson? Please. <laughs> what a team you guys had, though. Oh, yeah. That was we a were. decent UIC team, wasn't it? Oh, outstanding. We were, yeah. yeah. I mean, you are always going to have a strong team, aren't they? They're going to attract good, good players. But you guys definitely had a couple of Welsh. Inter- Did you have many England internationals involved then? Yeah, um, Kay Wilson, the winger, yeah, she yeah. was involved. Sasha Aitchison, uh, yeah. the prop. Um, Larissa Muldoon, the Irish scrum half. Oh yeah. Um, who else did we have? A few. Yeah. It seems to be now, though, that um, Hartbury seems to be sort of. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was always back in my day, it was it was Loughborough and, and Cardiff Met. They were your main sports unis. Maybe Bath would have a strong team every now and again. But it seems to have changed the sort of spread of uh, the sports unis now. But it's good. More options. They're more, you know, more credible universities, like really embracing their sports side of things. Mm. Now, it was um, our team. We had Heather Fisher. Dolly Waterman, Rachel Pullman, Amy Day, um, Rian Bowden, Rian Bowden. Uh, but yeah, we had a, we had a good team. Good times. There's also actually another little bit of uh, news I forgot to mention. There is a new like um, roundup review show for the Allianz Prem, which is the first time they've done this. So they're really sort of extending their their. Cover. Are you on it? No, <gasps> I know. Livid. So Who do we write to? Um, it's the fantastic uh, Natasha Hunt, so Mo Hunt and uh, Topsy Utojo are going to be reviewing the last five rounds. It's going to be live on Allianz Premiership YouTube channel on Monday, the 25th of October at 7.30pm. Mm. I'm sure you can catch up after that, but that will be when the, the live... Mo's so right good. She's really. like, your commentary is so good as well. Yeah, she really knows. She's going to transition nicely when she retires from playing G. Do you want to hear some news I hear today? Go. Absolutely. So, you know, the uh, the panel that reviewed the Welsh game. Now, is this like credible news or is this someone you heard from someone you heard from someone you heard? Everything I've heard from someone I've heard of, I've had to go and validate. Okay. This is hot off the press out of Irish rugby. Right. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. So the panel that reviewed us, reviewed our women's game, who mm. said that they would share the recommendations mm. or the review. Mm. Like, I'm not asked about what the whole review. That's a can of worms. We want to see the recommendations. That's another note, anyway. They've been asked by Irish Rugby, the same panel, review panel, to review why Ireland didn't qualify for the World Cup. Wow. Yes. That is good news. Ireland are going to do a really heavy review process. That's just one of the elements they're reviewing, and that's got its own panel. And there's several other areas of the game they're going to be reviewing as well. Wow. So they're having a big, like, let's tear it down and see what went wrong in Ireland. Yeah. Because it is mad. At times, 
you know, there were very much times when they were leading the way, they were competing there or thereabouts with England, France in their 15s team. Then all of a sudden the sevens, you know, popped up and they went to the uh, sevens World Cup. They qualified yeah. for that. Then all of a sudden they're on the World Series. Then they've got sevens girls with professional contracts. So you, like on the face of it, without being sort of really in it, you'd think, yeah, tick, tick, tick. And then all of a sudden the past few years, they had some shocking defeats. All of a sudden you're hearing, you know, players not being happy, starting to take to social media, things yeah. coming out in the press. So it will be really interesting if. I know we'd love to see that review. I dare say it'll probably be like, you know, the WIU and they'll keep it. But still, they're, they are embracing that review. And that can only be testament to yeah. the quality, hopefully, of the review that they've produced for the WIU for them to be sought after in Ireland as well. Yeah. And just to, it's actually nothing to do with the WIU and I'll read it out to you now. So just to reveal my source is irishrugby.ie, Philippa. Thank you. Um, <laughs> The Women's Rugby World Cup Qualification Campaign Review is the title. The IRSU have appointed Amanda Bennett, so it's totally mm. independent of the WRU, mm. former Welsh Rugby International and founder of Fair Play, as an independent consultant to conduct an independent review into the preparation, participation and performance of the Island Women's 15s during the recent World Cup qualifying campaign. And she's bringing in Kevin Bauer and Helen Phillips, who sat as the independent review over the Welsh game. So yeah. they've obviously got a good working relationship and they've sorted themselves out with another job. Mm-hmm. Did um did you guys see on uh, Scrum 5 uh, last weekend, <clears throat> LJ Jones did a, a piece about the women's game. She went down and interviewed Lisa Newton um, about basically the state of the women's game. I thought it was a really good piece, um, very much highlighted basically what's been going on. She covered the the letter that was sent in. She covered the apology from the WIU and she covered more importantly, what's happening moving forward. And Nigel Walker talking about contracts and saying he will be speaking to Jasmine Joyce at some point. So that's very interesting. Mm. We'll believe it when we see it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a jingle for that. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant though, you know, as, as long as he follows through, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, based on contracts, we know of one player that, that won't be getting one because she wasn't, wasn't selected in the autumn series. Yeah. Sean Ed has put a little statement up on Instagram, so I was going to read it out if you both don't mind. Yeah. Uh, she did put a quote up and said, ships don't sink because of the water around them. Ships sink because of the water that gets in them. Don't let what's happening around you get inside you or weigh you down. Mm-hmm. And then with that, she said, on reflection, it has been a crazy week full of highs and lows. I was devastated here. I wasn't in the autumn squad. However, grateful and humble of the opportunities before me. The support as always has been overwhelming. So thank you to everyone for all your kind messages and encourage- encouragement. <clears throat> Never forget those who are there for your good and bad days. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of hashtags and a little bit of Welsh statements in there as well. But... Yeah, it must be highly disappointing for her mm-hmm. um, having eyed up um, a call back up into the squad, but unfortunately that didn't come. Have she had her feedback yet? I don't know, but I do have a backup plan if you don't join me on Sunday that I will be going to the pub <laughs> with Sean Ed and having oh a night in a regular glass. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Shunned on a night out. You know, what? I remember this one time, one time at Bandcamp, um, we were in a nightclub and um, 
dancing away and she was busting some move. She was doing some weird thing with her <laughs> knees, like, you know, thinking she was chocolate. And the next thing, right, across, she reaches across, lamps me one in the shoulder. And she's like, what did you do that for to me? I'm like, what did you do that for? And she was like, don't kick me. I said, I didn't kick you. You just punched me. And she was like, oh, whatever. Gave me the Seanhead treatment. Yeah. The next day, phones me up. Her knee is massive. It was back in the day of Gary, our physio. Phones up Gary. She gets rushed down to A&E and she had a partial tear in one of her ligaments. But it was because of her dancing where she thought she had this like massive pain in her knee and thought, in Seanhead's rational head, Philippa must have kicked my knee whilst I was busting some moves. Nah, I was there, well, I ended up with a sore, sore <laughs> no, 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 no. I was there, Phil. You definitely kicked her because in training oh. the night before, she absolutely blitzed you on the wings. You were embarrassed. So you thought, here we go. Cheeky, cheeky chin, sh- uh, shin shunt now. <laughs> you can run. Shin shunt. Careful with that one. Oh, man, funny. Oh, bless. It's not really our place to comment. I know we're all disappointed yeah. to see her not in the squad, but I hope she gets the feedback. I know she's reached out. I know she was ignored. Um, I hope that changes. Mm. It's only right that any player um, should get the feedback they deserve. Okay. Well, for the first time ever, I think we're actually coming under time, which is amazing. Oh, that's a so... shame because I've got a quiz. Have you got a quiz? Yeah. Oh, Has it got more than one question? <laughs> yes, yeah. but I'm probably not going to use them all. I'll yeah. save them for another time. Okay. Very, very quickly. Very right, quickly. Go. Wales's biggest win and Wales's biggest defeat. Wales's biggest defeat was against England in Twickenham. 75 uh, no. Not Twickenham. In um, Stoop. The Stoop. 80-something it was. 80. I had 75 in my head. Go on, Gems. It was April 1999. Oh, then no. It, oh. It was Wales, England. It was 83-11. What's okay. the most recent one then when they played? Um, Jess Cav actually scored for, or was that in the Cardiff Arms Park? No, she scored in Cardiff Arms Park. Um, I that was, was like an 80-pointer. It was the one just before um, lockdown. So that would have been, what, 2020, February, March 2020. It was um, the last game they ended up playing because the, the following one was supposed to be Scotland. Oh, do you know what? I'm awesome. going off the WRU website. I probably haven't, like... This, Warren Abrahams actually spoke about it yeah. um, before he came into post because he said um, the way they celebrated that one try, even though it was a defeat oh. by a huge amount. It was, um, he commented on the scrum. So they were down like 75 nil. And then they had a scrum on, like, I think it was in their 22 and they won the scrum. And he was more like the attitude that the girls never gave up. And, you know, it, against the incredibly physical dominant pack actually won the scrum in the sort of dire minutes of the game. And that's what made him choose yeah. the role. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was about 75 or 80 nil. I think that one. Okay. So their biggest win, mm. I'm going to, it's probably oh. something like 12, 11 to Wales. It's got to be against Italy. Laurie, it's so disrespectful. You played on this team. <laughs> Was it against Italy, first off? That's a bull call. We don't often beat Italy. Oh, but I'm so thinking back in the day when they were first in, we, we would. Okay. Well, first of all, is it the current Six Nations? Because Spain were in it, if we're going to go back to the 90s. Oh, was it? Sorry, I think it was a it World Cup. Be, it I think Cup. it was a World Cup. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, 
mm-hmm. and I'll give you a hint it's before all our time oh oh well then we're going to be clutching at straws here go on just give it to us hang on if it was before your time oh am I supposed Daddy to know? Now. <laughs> <laughs> it was in uh 2002 in Barcelona Barcelona okay and Wales beat Germany 77-0. Germany. Wow. Okay. So I don't think we've come close to any kind of scoreline like that. No, I don't think so. So you're doing really well at this quiz, girl. Woohoo! <laughs> I've just been to have a quick sneaky look to see what that scoreline was, and it was 66-7 to England. Mm. England put 10 tries past Wales. Mm. Like when I asked my quiz, can you got not go into subcategories? <laughs> like we don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next question. You want to go again? I have got more, but um, oh. how many? Well, how many times have Wales been to the World Cup? Eight, seven. Oh. It qualified six times. Six. Yeah. They missed out on Canada. 2006. And what was the other one they missed then? I'm not sure. And what? Did you count the one coming up next year now in that six? (laughs) No, they haven't been there yet. Oh, right. Well, I'm right then, Sam, because they've qualified. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a grey area, yeah. Um, Oh, okay. Six in total, right? Speaking of World Cups, how many World Cups have you been to? One. One for me. As a supporter, sorry. As a supporter. Oh. Um, still anyone? Oh, yeah, as a supporter, yeah. One. And I was supporting. <laughs> <laughs> you were supporting the bars very well. You were supporting. Oh, no, it was embarrassing. <laughs> the amount of plastic cups you went through. <laughs> no, reuse, recycle. <laughs> <laughs> Is there one more or are we just shamed off two? I can keep going, guys. All right, give us one more. One Maybe more. one that you reckon we might get. <laughs> so, what has been our best ever World Cup finish? Seven. Seventh. Got to go back early a bit. Yeah, I was going to go, like, in the 90s, I in reckon 90s. We've, we did better. How many teams were playing in the World Cup back in the 90s? I don't know. Four? I'm going to go fourth. So they came fourth. (laughs) Well, Wales hosted the very first um, Women's World Cup. That's true. You're eating up all my questions now. Sorry. Oh, was that the next? Damn it. Shot myself out of an answer. Fourth. I'm going to go. Yeah, so they were in Pool D and they beat both Canada. Canada and Kazakhstan, and they ended up being fourth. Woohoo! Yeah. Right, finished the quiz there. I got one right. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> they lost to France for a third place playoff. Oh, mm. 27-0. Well done, though. There we go. Birdie would have been in that squad. She would. Of course she would have. She, she would have been in the inaugural World Cup. Lisa. Say that again. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Jingle me out then. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Nothing back from Bronwyn. I killed her. 
deny last week when I tried to sing. <laughs> you did. Oh, well. She is out. You did. All right. Please do get in touch. Remember on Instagram, it is Back the Girls Podcast. On Twitter, it is Back the Girls Pod. And just because we love to keep it simple, on email, it is backthegirls.pod at hotmail.com. Thank you. Bye. 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 Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.